you record everything for posterity. So, Ellie, in this episode, you said we need a silly intro. Not sure on this yet. We'll spitball later. It's time to spitball. Time to spitball. So, yeah, my idea would be that I would be Matt Demon, the actor director <laughs> of our skit. <laughs> Matt Demon. And just mute the mic while I have a bit of a burp. Because we, because of technology, we can do that. Um, but what we need something for the other one, uh, Ben um, Aff. I need a good forty k reference for Affleck. <laughs> You'd be the Nurgle demon, uh, Ben Afflicted. <laughs> yes, I am Ben Afflicted, okay. <laughs> and it's just him. But that tattoo on his back is really large and it's green. <laughs> Have you seen the tattoo on, on Ben Affleck's yeah, back? It's just uh, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is uh, at odds with with his image. It's a a bit, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's a bitmap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a QR code. You can scan that, and it takes you to all of Ben Affleck's movies. <laughs> but yeah, I would uh, give you a role. So, Mikey, for this one, you are going to be Rogel Dawn. Oh, I'm rogely done done. Is that okay? Valrak's going to flip. Yeah, that's okay. And Alex, maybe you could be Constantin Valdor. Oh yeah, I'll try, and, I'll try and get a stern voice on. And I'm not sure who I would be yet, <laughs> because really <laughs> the, this situation only really has two characters. So I think I will be um, Imperial Solar Auxiliary Guy number four. And I'll, nice. be, I'll be there what in the room some, somehow. Yeah, it's, attrition <laughs> rates are high. <laughs> the siege of terror has been pretty rough. And yeah. um, this scene, we're back on. We've just come back from the vengeful spirit. I've just seen my mate Ollie get blitzed. And Mikey, you have to tell Constantine that the Emperor is dead. Right, okay, okay. I can do this, right. <clears throat> so I'll set the scene. We are in the, scene, we're in a nice... We're in the Imperial Palace, go. <laughs> as soon as we're set. Well, everyone knows what... No, the Imperial Palace is uh, like the size of a continent. It's all very... It was very gold. Rogal Dawn turned it into a um, like dwarf dwarf fortress. Which is also a shopping mall, right? It, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. There's lots of stuff. It's It would be Tesla's country. If Tesla had a mm. country. <laughs> Teslaville. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the originality is flowing strong today. <laughs> right. Action. Big Brother Valdor. Um, Emperor Dad is your, not my dad and kind of your dad, but not really, but kind of. He's, uh, he's copped it. He's, he's dead. Dawn, have you banged your head? I'm not your dad. <laughs> what do you mean the Emperor no. is dead? No, our dad, not my, your dad. Our dad. <laughs> it's kind of your dad. I'm only laughing because I cannot handle the grief that I feel right now. Are you lying to me? Oh dear, the the emperor <laughs> is dead. Don't shout Shut to up. Oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry, You I... cannot understand. I am made from his genes directly. I am very sad. I shall close the windows so the men outside do not hear. <laughs> So you know how you're a clone and I'm kind of like a clone, but you're a different clone. Well, Daddy Jeans is dead. The Emperor cannot die. He's eternal. We would know if he was dead. We are custodians. All right. Where is that nifty chair downstairs that Malkador was pimping on? <laughs> Can we not use the nifty chair downstairs? 
Oh, the PewDiePie chair. Yeah, you can put him in there. <laughs> I think the Emperor might only have three nine nine seconds to live to get him to the chair. <laughs> Did you know he can do this? If we carry him together, you'll grab his feet. I'll grab his arms. We can take him downstairs. <laughs> no problem. Custodian, jump on the Emperor. <laughs> we can, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Oh, Easy. he's heavy, isn't he? Go on, grab his... <laughs> oh, I'm bloody hell. Go on, you grab his arms. Oh, I've never seen him from this angle before. I don't, to be fair, guardsman, I don't think anyone has. It's so vast. Why is it so vast? Shall, shall we like, get him with him down the stairs? He's in <laughs> armour, just roll him. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> place, we oh, should have pre-installed oh. the drivers. It will take ages to set up. Yo, Malkador, can we get... Oh, crap. Why is Malkador dead? Oh, oh <laughs> I have turned to dust in the chair, and now you're going to have to find a different battery. Ugh. <laughs> you was doing so? It has been it has been an advert for Duracell all this time. So this episode today is brought to you by Duracell. Get your rabbits on check. <laughs> <laughs> All we've done is highlight why we need a podcast about the law. Because so that people, <laughs> people who are given voice acting requests as, as Rogel Dawn mm. don't assume that Constantil Valdor is their big brother yeah. somehow. <laughs> big brother. Is it time for my cameo yet? See, I didn't know that Dawn told Valdor, so I've learned something already. I don't think, I don't know whether he does. This, we were taking uh, some. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both on the ship and they come yeah. back now with him together, don't they? I, I can't imagine Constantine being like, you know what? You go and have fun, Emperor. Yeah. We will chill in the palace. Mine. You go and have a laugh. Like, uh, but the Emperor's not even allowed to brush yeah. his teeth Mine. about Valdor Mine. sniffing his toothbrush <laughs> for 10 minutes before it happens. My entire life since being kidnapped as a child from your defeated enemies and made into a super soldier designed to slowly look after you. Yeah, don't worry about it, Cop. You'll go there on your own. All my, dead. <laughs> All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. Go on, Valdor. He straight up disappears. He's just like, yeah, I'm gone now. He does that. Uh, do you know in Judge Dredd where they give that guy the shotgun and he wanders the wastes with the, uh, book, the book of the law? Yeah. I think that's, that's basically what the custodies do, isn't it? Yeah. They, they like, I've, I'm too old to protect the emperor. Give me the book of the emperor, and they just go off. Yeah. And fuck off. <laughs> in case they send emails back, like. Yo, <laughs> there's a chaos. Okay. Are you on LinkedIn? <laughs> oh no! I used to work with you at the Imperial Palace. Do you remember? Please get in touch. I retired due like, to state age. By the way, Constantine my pension has not come through properly yet. But I thought I'd let you know that there's a chaos fleet heading to planet this. Lots of love, <laughs> custodian old fan. If you had a problem with your pension, there's no way you could get that through the administration. No, no. <laughs> been dead six times over before the money got sent to you. Local politics yeah. in the forties. Anyway. <laughs> That's what makes the law interesting. It's just the little details as well. <laughs> it's not always big battles. Some people have to do the farming. <laughs> They got knights for that. Yeah, true. <laughs> Imperial knights used to be tractors, and uh, someone just went, stick a fucking gun on that. <laughs> they were never destined to be tractors, were they? 
No. Can you imagine no. if Gundam started like that? They're like, we've made this robot to just work at petrol stations. <laughs> oh no, Godzilla has a tat. What will we do? <laughs> you build. The petrol station robot now has a weapon. You, you build like a chuffing 20 foot massive steel robot. And you're like, oh yeah, we'll make it into a tractor. Like, it's not even ergonomic for a tractor. Why have you done that? What, what are you doing? It's like, we'll for, look to that for a tractor. Have you never watched any anime? Everything is a flex yeah, in the Imperium. <laughs> what is 40k? Have you seen you my know, new watch? We could make the prow of this ship pretty bold, you know, pretty pretty just Spartan, and uh, it'd be a lot cheaper. No, 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 no. We need a free kilometre skull. <laughs> yes. Correct. Right. Good to work. You've got two days. Look, listen, it's like them board meeting memes. Like, what do you think we need? Oh, bare engines? No, no, no. Uh, more guns, no. What do we? Cathedral in space. Cathedral in space is. Do we have a redundant <laughs> yellow field generator in case in case the first one fails? No. How else will Dan Abnet write loads of books about us? <laughs> oh, the God. universe was very peaceful, very boring. There's <laughs> been nothing to write about with the chat, brother. No, that's why. I woke up today. I had breakfast. It was nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it sure is boring after we've pacified the whole galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the orcs? They were fun. <laughs> they, were, yeah, they were really fun. I haven't punched somebody's skull off in years. Those were the days. Imagine how boring it would be to be a spaceman there was nothing to fight. Well, they touch well, on that's the why they fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> Horace has a um, Horace has a midlife crisis and realizes that he won't have a proper job because yeah. the high lords are terrible. Do it, and he's like, I refuse. I refuse! Yeah, we will got, always have he jobs! Gets, he gets some bullshit visions and just straight up believes them. Be done. He just, he just don't want to go into retirement. Everything you've ever known has been a lie. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> From that, all I get is that you're saying that Horus, the only reason that the Horus heresy happened is so he didn't get sacked. No, the yeah. Horus heresy happened because the Emperor was a complete dickhead to one of his sons. That's why it happened. He did that thing that you do in, in a workplace where you train yourself into... Um, you're like intrinsic to the business. You refuse to train anybody else. Yes, that's Horus. <laughs> <laughs> no need Horus. He was replaced by a normal space marine in the end. That's rubbish. A very angry space marine. Oh no! Ah! Abaddon chills out as longer as the books go on. He gets, he gets a bit yeah. like emotional and shit, and he starts to realise that life's not all about just being sharp people. There's also depth to being sharp people. So like, you can beat somebody up and also be sad about it. Yeah, being a human is a big plus for a badun. Yeah. If you're a warp boy, he's like, mm, get out, get out now. <laughs> you I do mean, not have my respect. No. It's, it's, I mean, plus, he's got that top nut, so you can never take him seriously anyway. He's, 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 he's got proper vegan energy, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Bandit? Why are you so pale, Abaddon? I don't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> My arms keep falling off because I've got anemia. <laughs> He's the vegan teacher on uh, TikTok. God, I hope in the far future there isn't TikTok. Well, TikTok's part of the reason of, of the empire, isn't it? <laughs> the reason that the Inquisition exists is because of TikTok. That's what the that's what the I is. It's the two T's from TikTok. One of them's turned upside down and they're super like superimposed on top of one another. That's clever. That's clever. You heard it here first. Anyway, episode one. Episode one. That is 
the most basic episode, the first episode, because we're going to do this using numbers. This is the pilot. What's what's today's topic, Michael? Michael, hello. So today's topic is Warhammer 40,000. What is Warhammer 40,000? Why is 40,000? And how is 40,000? How is 40,000 relevant to the topic? It's it's the it's the time. This that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be hard to do with no faces. <laughs> Quick, open Skype. <laughs> Just gonna, we're going to have to do shorthand RQ for rhetorical question. I want you to clarify every time you do a rhetorical question by saying RQ audibly. Every time it's a rhetorical question, I want you to say Rogel Quan. Oh no, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> it's not okay. Is there a way for me to mute you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, the podcast would probably go even better if we all just knew each other and they just shuffled all the sounds together. And here we have the sounds of the warp screaming at you. Between 10 and 12 minutes, Mikey actually made quite a bit of sense, so we've included his stream in here. Alex trailed off again, but gets strong back at 15 minutes. I cannot accept that Mikey made sense. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, no, I'm literally here to make sure the recording goes well. So. Yeah, you because we need I'm the, the tech guy. I'm the, I'm the IT guy. Just wanted you to feel included. Mikey, the law is the emerging server. It is a virgin, to be fair. That's why I'm here. I mean. this, this podcast goes out to love it, to love virgin bros. <laughs> Just all dancing the roof. Episode one is dedicated to all the virgins out there that love the law. But I love the law. Wow. Who Alex, can let me tell say where the wind blows, where the road goes, where the wind blows? So what is 40k, apart from the law being for virgins? So... To answer this question, I've outlined a series of bullet points, because we're very professional here. First on that bullet point is, where is it? So, a little bit of preamble, Warhammer 40k is um, traditionally, most people I think would know it as the tabletop game, that I had in 1983, I think, was a was a mixture oh well contradicting me already so we're gonna have to go to google aren't we and slow it all down it's all right because i'm literally selling a t-shirt with the day on it elliot but okay rogue trader when was rogue trader made i can hear the so, keyboard I can, hear, I can hear the google slow it all down okay oh maybe it's not me that's actually the first space marine so i might be wrong i'm well, so sorry I, I got 1983 i'm gonna tell you right now i got it from a looting video so what we can do is I can quite easily bypass any embarrassment here and immediately frame this as you are calling looting a liar. You know how many subs he's we'll cancelled. <laughs> we will be cancelled. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, in the in the eighties, someone I mean they already in had the Warhammer Fantasy. That was nice. It was nice, wasn't it? About orcs, the green skins and, um, and humans. And then someone, with the help of Rick Priestley, because I've got this guy's name up on Google, so there you go. That's, <laughs> that's one of the people who did it. Was like, what about if we did fantasy, but we timesed the age by 40,000? <laughs> fantasy. In Spain! Like, we'll have Warhammer times 40,000! Oh my god! And that's what they had, and basically they just photoshopped guns onto everyone's hands and that's yeah. the game that we know today so that has turned into our, our lovely tabletop game which has just become about alpha strike via space marines yeah <laughs> for the last year or so 
But <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. So with that little introduction, we are mm. going to talk about what is 40k, meaning more what the story is. How do we understand the story? Because there's 10,000 years worth of history in this topic. So it's it is very, very daunting when you first... Daunting? Very rogal daunting. (laughs) And after 400 episodes, you too will be able to understand that joke. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll be covering the Imperial Fish chapter on episode 399. (laughs) Oh, that might be... (laughs) So, where is it? Well, it's set in the Milky Way galaxy. Oh, that's here. Yeah. That's, that's like here. It. That's here. Yes. That's where I live. Yes. My God, that is personal is really, really good. That's good because, as we all learnt at GCSE, so the best way to make someone feel involved in a story is to include them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you <laughs> are in the party cave. Your dead body. They have. They have allowed for this in the story. <laughs> you are buried somewhere on Terra, which is Earth. <laughs> Write that down. Put that down in your not, your uh, notepad that you got from healthcomegaming.co.uk.edu because it's an education. <laughs> this is all going to be on the test, by the way. I think episode episode ten we should do a little test <laughs> and people, quiz. people can write in with their scores. We'll give them a little bit of feedback in there yeah. because it's, it's a really <laughs> easy uh, two episodes. That isn't it? Don't really. I can't wait. wait. You can do a giveaway. <laughs> Do a giveaway! Hey! <laughs> I, know, I know this isn't relevant news anymore, but I um I, by the time you're listening to this, but my Twitter is blown up right now because of this meme. Uh, it's got 46 retweets in 42 minutes, and I think that's a world record. I'm going to say. Um, but anyway, right. So the 40k universe, obviously. So that's why that's why yeah. you take charge. I was taking a drink. All right, you said you could edit all of this together, so yeah. I'm yeah. I'm enjoying <laughs> my drinks and stuff. I'm gonna leave this <laughs> When I need to burp, I'm muting my mic and I'm burping. You know, I'm just enjoying myself. It's not live. This is a good luxury. Normally, when I put a headset on and talk about Warhammer on the internet, it's live. And I can't say anything. Put that bit out. Just leave. Yeah, you can leave this bit in of me saying clip that bit out. But leave <laughs> yeah, bit yeah. yeah, every time you say something, I just going to leave clip that bit out so everyone will be wondering what you said. <laughs> <laughs> what did he said that was so bad that it had to be cut out? Clip that bit out. <laughs> I'm, I'll run this like a teacher. Alex, that yeah. was a brilliant uh, contribution. <laughs> Thank you. It is set in the Milky Way. Thank you. Uh, the Milky Way, boys and girls, is where we live. Currently, we live on Earth, but the Fortikarians, they call it Terra. They probably called it Earth at some point, but things changed name. Look at New York. You know, that wasn't always called New York. It was New Amsterdam. It was called New Amsterdam. Yes, well, Mikey, you're really you're really slacking at the moment. Alex is going to be winning <laughs> the early um, the early dinner time pass for this week. Oh, get I it. thought it was just called York, I won't lie. You'll get to jump the queue. <laughs> For the school you dinners thought, you thought at the New Scullum. York was called, <laughs> the was called York. <laughs> well, well, what? It's a New York, so maybe they I like, can't comprehend you know, how your brains just worked there. <laughs> maybe they took took a place that was called York, cleaned it up a no, bit. No, 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 no. In, what, it New York. in what world does somebody want to rename this? Yeah, so it's called York. We call it now New York, but well, it's not 
It's not fucking new, is it? Uh, so excuse why me, excuse me. In Doctor Who, in the David Tennant series, episode 20, I don't know what episode number it is, they've got new, new New York, so I think it, it checks out, it's canon. Yeah, but it's, it's a, that's a New York. It's not the Doctor same New York. Yeah, but it might have been, you know, it's Doctor like, Who is new. It's, when you clean some up, it's good as new York. Good as new York. <laughs> Again, I find myself questioning where I can mute you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have that power, but uh, okay. I can mute myself. So it is, it, unfortunately, it's not a very interesting answer, is it? It's set in our galaxy. Yeah. But that makes it a lot more interesting and personal to us. It's not in Star Wars. Is it where George Lucas, the Lucasman, was going? Uh, it's just somewhere else, all right. And you don't. He doesn't really. He why? Why is George like Lucas that, like a big chain smoker? <laughs> I'm George Lucas. I love a pint of bodies. <laughs> I love. I love that they've got laser swords. I absolutely love that. <laughs> <laughs> I know he is a bit working minds with laser swords. <laughs> you imagine him doing for a kid. I love it, right? He's got psychic powers, but he can also have a flaming sword. Fantastic. The Force. I love your Force. He can't have his own children because he's sterile for Pit. So he makes 20 well, minutes lab. He loses. Isn't it, it weird? Isn't, it, isn't it weird that Warhammer 40,000 started in the same year that Turn of the Jedi came out? Are you using your own logic there, or Lutons? <laughs> <laughs> plagiarism, <laughs> 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 Herbert. <laughs> I do steal a lot, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, everybody. My kid Only steals a shop. lot. Only from the co-op. The secret ingredient <laughs> is crap. The co-op deserve it. Co-op deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, co-op's good for his own price. Hey, you don't have to incriminate yourself, Mikey. You ain't no content. There's somewhere, there's somebody who works in there, one of the co-ops is going, every time he comes in, I look stuff, I've got evidence now. <laughs> Next week on Crime Watch, Mikey, Hell- Mikey Hellstorm of the Hellstorm clan. No, Mikey, he would rob it in a Hellstorm shirt. I'll have a picture of me on the bike pretending to be the great clan. It's a biker gang, a biker gang. Terrorizing Yorkshire under the name of the great car. I've got a picture of you um, stabbing the teddy saying you're a violent gang. <laughs> Teddy doesn't have a head at the minute, so it's fair. We understand. Ripo. Next question for <laughs> oh, eyes, eyes down. When is it? <laughs> the clue, the clue, ladies and gentlemen, is in the name. I thought it was a rhetorical question. Well, no, no. This is not an argument. It's in the 41st millennium. Oh, is it? Yeah, where well, are we at? The, where are we at the moment? Well, it's, as the clock your your games technically. Saying like the thought of thinking you're playing in quotation marks the present time, but obviously you can play it anywhere in like the last 10,000 years. It is a bit of a yeah. sandbox, isn't yeah. it? Our lovely game. Some people play more than 10,000 years ago. <gasps> now, that, now that is forbidden, and we're not going to talk about forbidden that more. here forbidden because more. I don't want to go to GW prison. The forbidden fruit, Horus Heresy. <laughs> the hor- no, the Horus Heresy is fine. It's, it's in the last 10,000 years as well, in fairness. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Anything past the Great Crusade, I would love to see a Great Crusade game. But we are getting this is that the Great Crusade is in part two. I'm already oh. excited. We're yeah, I don't know whether to pop my life. cherry right. I'm mean, the Great Crusade. Spreading out, spread out, kill all the fucking aliens. You know why? Why are we killing them? No fucking reason. The Empress said so. Let's do it. Just dabbing them all. 
It's him. He's got funny ears. It's him. Galactic genocide brought to you by the Emperor. I think the the two easiest ways I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on being serious. And this yeah, is yeah. I am not bitten. This is not me being like a slide. I can't get my words out. You see, you're in my yeah. politeness overload at the moment. This is not me having a dig at all. I am gonna carry on vibing with the humour. And also dropping in seriousness. Yes. Wow. Elliot, I'm, not, I'm not ready for this. We'll have drop to drop some stick beats. We'll have to. Uh, so, when is it? The easiest way it is in the it's in the last ten thousand years from forty k. So yeah. thirty thirty thousand years in the future to forty thousand years in the future mm. is pretty much when our sci-fi warhammer happens, isn't it? Because we have yeah. we have the emperor becoming a thing. The emperor's like, what up, my glib globs, and he decides that the earth is his kind of like what elon musk is doing now <laughs> where he just goes i am here and i'm vastly intelligent look i've cured anxiety in a pig and the whole <laughs> the whole world's like yep that's fair enough he goes religion none of that here turns religion off just deletes the source code and, and decides to conquer all the guy all the planets so yeah. I mean, he's the emperor. exactly he goes listen we used to have a massive star empire but someone deleted that by accident as well. Back up, Boris Johnson was in charge of that, and he was just like, "Delete the code." You can just bleep his name out, but we'll all know an incompetent politician um, who's like, "No more than no more than six Zenos in a zone." They found seven Zenos. <laughs> Basically, Elon Musk, the emperor, the god emperor of mankind, was like, we need to go back out there, boys, and fix this. They started the Great Crusade. Halfway through the Great Crusade, best, the best of us, Horace Lupercal, goes, none of that. And he starts the Horace Heresy. That is really quick. And then we get into 10,000 years worth of war, because kind of like any political combat that is never going to resolve itself ever we are at an impasse mainly because it helps gw sell models if there's not a resolution as we've seen in (laughs) warhammer fantasy and age of sigma but also because it makes sense in the universe (laughs) to just keep going it is definitely not a cash grab this cow needs milking for forever isn't it funny how every special character or named character in the 40k universe has died, but also come back to life in some sort of way? Yeah, they keep how bizarre. Back. Oh, they just go. Um, we don't know how to bring this character back. Necrons. <laughs> Necrons. <laughs> did everyone forget? Did everyone forget about these yeah, guys? Just well, being thrown out right. as a Pokemon <laughs> by Tracer. Yeah. Like, yeah, not really dead. I captured him. There you go. He's level 39. In a plot hole for ourselves on Cadia. What should we do? Necrons! <laughs> yeah, just like, just keep looking at the Necrons while they write a little line in some random codex and be like, he actually didn't die. He actually just mortally wounded and then came back to life. Oh, wow. It says it here, guys. It's the law. It's canon. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, when I started playing, some of the characters were, like, confirmed as dead. Like, you know, Eldrad's dead. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Eldrad were always iffy because they didn't confirm were dead because apparently some of his spirit storms were still alive so they always had like they always had like a, you know a window that could have just got and you know laying back in but right. like and that's where they really to Gennari yeah everyone's back from the dead but, like, <laughs> there were certain characters who were just like known to be dead and there's all that but none of them it's like next code it's like yeah we were lying about that that's, uh, he's yeah. back yeah he's, he's back boys yeah <laughs> they were just they fooled you they fooled you all you bought my bottle you loved it I bet <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, that has really nicely led us on to our third bullet point, which is, who is our cast? So, we've said where it is. It's here. We said when it, it was. What, 28,000 years in the future to 38,000 years in the future? That's a lot that's of time. Math. Now, <laughs> that's math. No, now, that's this number, Vang. Now, <laughs> that's number where? Where? I mean, who? <laughs> that's the wrong W. Who? <laughs> Why? Our, why is 40k? How? Who? Who? Who are our, I'm having a mess. Someone jump in. How are our, who are our characters? Please! I was going to jump in. I was So the main characters, Elliot, I'll tell you, I know all about the law because I'm a virgin. The main characters <laughs> in War of the 40,000, and I'm going to summarize them as factions because there's a lot of characters because there's a lot of factions. There are... The mighty, majestic, fearless space marines, nah, which nah, are like nah, people. Nah, 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 nah. Mighty, mighty, nah, 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 one of them being the Blood nah, Ravens. Like, if it, there's, there's three main factions, which are okay. divided into smaller factions. Okay, I'm so glad that. this is happening, because yeah. I've been sat here with my mic muted, going, No! Oh, so no! Main, As Mike so, going straight into space marines. So, the main, said, so Imperium, yeah, so the Imperium, the Imperium of who? Human race. Yeah, so the Imperium of, no, the Imperium of Man. That is, I, of man. And this is technically, in quotation marks, obviously, because they are the good guys. They're not really good guys, but they are, in quotation marks, the good guys. Yeah, they are seen as the good guys. Yeah. They're as our the good central guy. protagonists. We yeah. see the galaxy from their point of view most of the time. Yeah, because yeah, most of the things are written as, in a sense, from their propaganda. Like, yes. You see them over there, the, the green yeah. ones. You don't like them. Remember that. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> and, and the Appear of Man is a huge galaxy-spanning empire. He's, he's too big to even boggle about how many people live there and how many planets there. He, no, it's too big to think about it. It means speed, Mikey. Look at me, I'm Mikey. I'm going to use two titles, no words. <laughs> I, just, I just think that there's a film that says boggle in a funny way. I just can't remember what it is. Great. So the Imperial Man, <laughs> and that is made up of many other factions. Rip. So obviously in the tabletop game, yes, but in the tabletop game, you mostly see the military factions, because obviously you don't want to see about, you know, Farmer Jeff. You're not bothered about that, are you? Boring. So when so the main and biggest part of the Imperial Man is the Imperial Guard or the Astra Militarum, and that's just normal people who are soldiers. Like you and me. Yeah. Just average James and Joes given a piece of cardboard for armor and a crappy gun and told to go fight all the horrors of the universe. They've got some nifty tanks. Then I'll let Mikey talk about the next faction in Pure Man because obviously he's got a massive boner for him because he's a huge virgin. But, well, I think Elliot was screaming into my ears about this. He wants to talk about the other main factions yes. first, then we'll go into it. But the bulk yeah. of the Imperium is made up of Imperial Guard and Space Marines, which is super soldiers. It's, it's human, isn't it? The yeah. bulk of, yeah. surprise, surprise, the bulk of the Imperium of Man is normal men and women. Wow, crazy. And then we have, we still have humans, really. Kind of. But these are but the we have the great enemy. Yeah, these are we the, have naughty, the, naughty humans. These are the cheeky naughty humans. Boys. <laughs> cheeky, cheeky, <laughs> cheeky, cheeky, <laughs> the cheeky boys there. <laughs> that is, that is, I can. Um, that's that's Lanesh, isn't it? Yeah. Luke yeah. the Eternal. He has that blasting in his headphones. <laughs> yeah. His huge tongue just drapes out and licks shit out of the person's face uncomfortably. He's definitely. 
We are the cheeky boys. <laughs> but the chaos, chaos is made up of all sorts. But again, it can be broken down to two main things. It's super soldiers that are naughty and demons of the warp, which are the great horrors of unimaginable things that like to do a multitude of things. Sometimes they like to tickle your mum. Sometimes they like to stab you with a sword. You just don't know it. The Sometimes it's both. The screen as well. There's four Sometimes main flavours of them as well, isn't there? Yeah. Like like Pop-Tarts or anything. Yeah. Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Pop so I meant Pops, but it came out American. No, Pop-Tarts. We're getting that, that um, extra reach. So Pop-Tarts. We've got Strawberry Jam, which is your corn. They're the angry ones. Blood, They're blood, angry. Blood. God, that's probably all you've heard from them. And then think of another pop tart flavor. Does it? Do we actually know? Is it pretty much strawberry uh, key, jam? And then key lime pie. I'm going to I'm going to assume is an uh, an American <laughs> flavor. One God's name is key lime pie. It's um, it's lot, it's uh, fruit that has a really high security skill. You, you've you've <laughs> just said fruit, and I'm from the north, so I'm not here. <laughs> is this the Greg's pasty? No, I don't care. Yeah. So, the so key, lime, key lime pie is, I'm going to say, Nurgle. So that's kind of... It is Nurgle. It's uh, rotten. They like to keep things stagnant. They like to grow. Garden of viruses and stuff. They, they like, you know, think of you like zombies, all blurred and horrible and gross. It's like the shit demon on Dogma. Nurgle um, is Nurgle. Um, about being sort of like happy and content with yeah. stagnation and entropy and sort of like things falling apart around you. Like, yeah. the universe is going to end, it's all going to fall apart, so just be happy. So, our third flavour, which I'll let Alex explain, I'm not going to tell him which which part of the um, warp I'm talking about, but let's say chocolate chip cookie dough, the Pop-Tarts chocolate chip cookie dough are... I mean, what, what is the context for this? Uh, so, and that sounds that's quite that- fun, I suppose, so that's a fun flavour, I assume. Yeah. So, so that, what part of chaos is that referring so to? So I guess that would be Sunesh, which is the youngest chaos god. That's the right that's one. Such sh- that's such a shit lead-up. Yeah, I know. I was like, how much <laughs> no, supposed to roll like with Candy this? Floss or something yes, like that. that you went for a white and black yeah. uh, coloured Elias, bang on me, because okay, Candy okay, Floss is okay, just okay, the right okay. treat for Sunesh, because it falls apart in your mouth, it's wispy and inferior, it's always colourful. <laughs> okay, so I apologise, let's start again. So Alex... For Pop Tart Splits, which is frosted strawberry and drizzled cheesecake, we have. So oh, that's much better. Yeah, that's much more because they had the word drizzle in it, which is just a lot more sensual. Yeah. <laughs> drizzle yeah. is one of the most slaneshy words. Yeah. <laughs> and what you do with these sacrificial victims when we get to the, get the citizens from this um, hive and we're going to get several of them, drizzle it over the other ones. And when we have done this, we're going to rape the bodies. <laughs> That has escalated, but that is Sinesh. Sinesh always seems really nice to start with because he's all about passion and, um, you know, culture and art and all these nice things. So you start like really nice, like, oh, I like music. And Sinesh will be like, oh, do you want to be really good at music? And you're like, yeah, I'd like to be great at music. And you start being really great, but then you get no pleasure anymore and start doing more extreme things. So you go from singing, I don't know, the church choir to screamo. And eventually, Screamo's not enough for you anymore. You start killing your guys to your guitar, and it escalates pretty. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that when I was like 17. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the prison sentence was harsh but fair. 
So they're all about excess, basically. Yeah. <laughs> take it, taking it a bit too far. Having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. Over and over again. For Just 10 like that, hours yeah. a year. Smashing the poor person's head into the floor. Having a good time. <laughs> And then, do you want me to do the last flavor, Mikey? Because God forbid we allow you to do a fourth one. So we've got it'll be hot, like pop tart brick dust flavor. <laughs> hot fudge Sunday is. Why would that even link to Why? <laughs> you, oh, blueberry? Yes, yes, blueberry. <laughs> Blue raspberry. It is zinch. All I can see is Pop Tart Swamp, though. So Have you actually Googled <laughs> Pop Tart yeah, flavors. I don't know flavors except for the strawberry. I don't, I'm just making them up That's because I, I, I know I don't know them. <laughs> okay, so tell me about the Pop Tart Blueberry um, <laughs> of blueberries. <laughs> Zinch. Zinch is all about deceit. So it's worth pointing out that these um, these chaos gods, these things that we're describing, these Pop Tart flavors, all came to sort of consciousness with the development of sentient life in the universe, the gods are basically the living embodiment of emotion. So mm. around about, I think it's like when we started getting like the Renaissance and politics and Napoleon and all that sort of stuff in the like the 17th, 18th century, we started getting Zinch because he's all about deceit and trickery and he, wanting to change the status quo. He's also about hope as well, though, isn't he? Because all of them have got like a positive attribute to them as well as negative. Yeah. So even though it's like a, a twisted positive, isn't yeah, because he's like yeah, indirect people. opposite to Nurgle, Nurgle's decay and being happy with it. Like yeah. whereas to each is hopeful for for change, but it, it's too much change. It's bad change. It's deceit. And, yeah, it's you wanting to get a living yeah. wage and actually ending up with four heads. Yeah, <laughs> four, four heads, <laughs> and your and your boss is now attached to you. <laughs> be careful what you wish for is is the yeah. best way to summarize all so of corns so what's corn then in that context so corn is obviously a bloodthirsty maniac but he's also got honor because mm. even like there's there's fluff pieces where they won't kill unarmed people because obviously mm. another fluff piece is cut people's heads off for fun but it it's also embodies like honoring combat that's why they hate psychos because mm. they view that as trickery rather than mm-hmm. fighting properly and then okay. and then Sinesh is obviously his passion goes too far, but passion isn't necessarily a bad thing because it also yeah. embodies like passion love as well. Like, but they take love too far. They go from a nice romantic meal to a nice romantic meal, killing their family, and drinking their blood, which is going a bit too far. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Now, you did say before that it's super soldiers and demons, but again, like the Imperium of Man, it's worth noting that a lot of chaos is just average people that have grown mm-hmm. up on these horrible worlds <clears> and they live for it. Or yeah. people have been seduced into it. Yeah, or they might have they might have gone they might have lived on a planet in some solar system somewhere where a chaos space marine fleet has turned up and they've just been subjugated and they don't really have a choice. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah if you start banging on about the emperor you you might go to emperor heaven but <laughs> yeah for the for the immediate future you're going to have a real bad time with uh, the drizzle boys that are coming to see you. <laughs> I do think chaos is an awful sales pitch, so I do think that the very imminent threat of death is what causes most conversions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, do you want to join this uh, new religion where you, like your body parts fall off and you get a bowler? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they are all a bit of a hard pass. Yeah. But I, it's, I think it's that kind of shows you, and I think the, the, the point of some of that is it's meant to show you how awful the universe yeah. is. 
that people are people are so dissatisfied with their life in normal 40k that they're just like i'll take a chance yeah yeah take a chance <laughs> why not things can't get much worse so yeah. i work i work 25 hour days strapping bolts to tanks and i have no fingers left and if i don't pay my massive debt that i have because i've inherited from someone 400 years in my past i will be turned into a servitor Mm. Which is basically just a little Alexa cube. But you are Alexa. But you are Alexa, <laughs> yeah. It's not not a nice time. And you know you're Alexa, but you can't do anything about it. So all these we have all the demons, we have all the the naughty space marines, and then we mm. have all the like the cultist boys who are also part of chaos. And then lastly we have the great menace. Yeah, we have an umbrella of faction because they're yeah. not really one faction. Yeah, no. It describes all the other factions that don't fit. The ones that Jit Games Workshop can sell to you as well as Space Marines. We have Xenos or aliens or all, but there's loads of different types. There's yeah. There's orcs, which is kind of like your very typical fantasy orc, but with a gun, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I really like orcs. I think orcs are one of the more traditional enemies as well that we see yeah. in 40k mm-hmm. and also in in warhammer fantasy greenskins are a big part of that you got lord mm-hmm. of the rings all of that sort of rich uh fantasy pe- pedigree that orcs have where they're such a staple in fantasy literature and they were just like what happens if we give them all guns yeah, just like stick a gun on that and, and then they just went actually that that was quite good actually so why don't we just give them even more guns but make them write shit with them and that'll be funny oh, <laughs> and they all have horrible voices yeah yeah so they're all like yorkshire or cockney or both yeah because they were based off um football hooligans weren't they yeah. <laughs> so they've all got that really weird cockney <laughs> and that leads us on to blood ball <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Ark Society is interesting. It's they... also perfect. I know it sounds yeah. silly, but nobody wants for anything. And, yeah, and it is. A... They've got an economy based on their teeth, <laughs> so their money just regrows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> With their whole doing what they do. Yeah, it's all about just being the biggest and the best. Yeah. And uh, war. War is everything to them. Yeah. Kind of similar to Khan in quite a lot of regards. They're mm. just about war, which is really nice when the whole setting, I mean, the tagline for the setting is, what is it, in the 41st millennium, there is only war. Yeah. <laughs> so the orcs are perfect for it. They live just to have a fight. They are football hooligans uh-huh. through and through. And they're made of mushrooms. Yeah. I love one of the courts. I think he's from like an LFRC, yeah. And it's, I'm just paraphrasing, but it's basically like, how are we to judge the orcs? Like, we screwed up. The humans are screwing up. The orcs, they're content. They're happy. <laughs> they're they're yeah. doing what they're supposed to do. They like yeah. nothing more than going on an intergalactic pub crawl and just <laughs> beating up everybody. And they're happy when somebody comes and fights them. If somebody's actually good yeah. enough to fight them, they're really happy about it. There's no hatred or animosity. They are happy that someone is good enough to fight them. And they're like, that is literally it. And then it, more it boys turn up. Fight. More boys turn up then because like, there's somebody here who's really good at fighting. Let's let's go fight them. <laughs> so that's all. Yeah. So, so we we've got the orcs. So then we've got the other big proper aliens. We've got Tyranids, Alex's love. I don't love them, but you know they are. Cthulhu. Don't compare orcs to them. It's like Cthulhu, Ridley Scott based. Aliens. See, the, the Tyranids are quite special because they're the only species in the setting 
they're actually not from the galaxy. They're from outside yeah. the galaxy. They bypass our where is it bullet point. Yeah. Oh, God. They're not actually they're from, from the Milky Way. They've just, co- they've just come to visit. They're from Mars Bar. <laughs> yeah, that's from the Kinder Bueno. Yeah, Kinder Bueno. Is it one of the white Buenos? That nice little bit of uh, spring. It is a white. Yeah, it is nice. I don't like the original. Is that where it eats you back at the same time? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, Alien may or may see it's very interesting because all of the factions take very he- heavy sort of inspiration from something. Tyranids mm. are almost a shameless copy from Ridley Scott's Alien. Yeah, or Starship Troopers. Yeah, Yeah, they're very heavily inspired by all of that 1980s, and they're just a product of their their setting and when they were created, aren't they? I mean, if you look at any of the Imperial stuff, you've got things like Judge Dredd and uh, Blade Runner and that sort of mega cities that you get in the Hive cities. It's all inspired very much from like the 1980s fantasy whether that be sci-fi or whether that be like high fantasy so we do have those very scary alien boys who are pretty they're pretty typical in terms of like starship troopers i guess they've got a hive mind yeah yeah they're the, the, like, the, 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 it's they travel for the galaxy <laughs> and their single objective is to just gather more biomass so you can't yeah. reason with them you can't talk to them. There's no diplomacy. Or they don't even view you as anything other than a food source. They come along, yeah. turn up, nom you, or get beaten by you. And these are, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's either these or Talbot. These are our newest faction, right? These I, are very new in terms of the setting. Yes. Uh, I think the Tau are the newest in terms of the fact, in setting because I think the Tau are like 6,000 years old, if that. But right, okay, yeah. The Tyranids arrived, I think it's like M740 something for Behemoth arriving. But then for a few hundred years, you don't hear anything about them apart from a few skin feet. And then the next Hive fleet arrives. Because the thing about Tyranids is they're not all turning up at once. They're coming to the galaxy from different angles. Yeah, they're on these tendrils, aren't yeah. they? That, that kind of just appear in different points of the galaxy. Which, mm. uh, which is quite obviously a plot device, but fair well, play. The first tendril has a good reason for being where it goes but I'm not going to spoil that for anybody who's not read certain books and stuff. Yeah, but, and that's something yeah. that we can definitely dive into when we have a Tyranid yeah. episode. Yeah. Mm. So talk to, well, we talked about another one in there. As we talked about Tyranids, we've talked about the Tau. Yeah. The, the Tau, Tau Empire. The yeah, they are the weebs, aren't they? I mean, in the yeah. same way that the Tyranids are taken from Ridley Scott-type um, stuff and Starship Troopers, these are very similar, if you look at it, from like a lot of like the Mecha, like the Gundam. Yeah. Um, stuff that you have in the 90s and the late 80s. But they always say that they were brought out to try and like market to the Asian market, don't they? They always say they were brought out. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I think they're an interesting faction because, like you said, they're yeah, the, the youngest. They're the youngest faction, so they've got a lot of naivety there. They've got a lot of optimism because they're the youngest. They haven't really seen the horrors of the galaxy as much yet. A few of the newer yeah. fluff books have like, given them a bit more uh, understanding just how fucks they are. But there's still that nice naivety there with them as well. Um, like when you talked earlier about the Imperium maybe being sort of like the good guys, and I certainly yeah. agree, they are the people that we see yeah. uh, the universe from. I've I've heard it said a lot that people think Tau are the good guys uh, in the universe, and I can kind of see that angle. They're certainly the least bad. I don't think anyone in the universe 
is uh, yeah. ever going to get the the best faction no. up it, it, on it, their it, desk because everyone's pretty horrific in their yeah. own ways. But the, the tower, the least horrific. Yeah, the shady things they've done are not as shady as other factions. Yeah, but maybe that's just because they're young still. They've still done some shady things. Uh, I mean, their ruling yeah, the cast... stakes are certainly higher for people like the Eldar, who are yeah. one of the oldest factions, and they're literally on the brink of extinction. Whereas the Tower having their sort of glorious expansion, they're having their ni- like 1900s America, aren't they? Yeah, and they're also starting to take their first little steps into into the big pool that is next to them and starting to realise that maybe they're not as awesome as they think they are. Tower. So there's only two Xenos left. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah, well, we're, we're, there is uncountable amounts of uh, Xenos left. Have we done Eldar? No, we no, haven't done Eldar. we've got Eldar ah. and the Necrons, which the, kind of tie together. The war in heaven, yeah. yeah. Go on, Mikey, tell us about uh, the Necrons, because they are your boys, aren't they? I do like the Necrons, because I am a big Dawn of War fan, where there's Space Marines and Necrons fighting each other, but there you go. So Necrons are basically robots. But they weren't always robots. They were people like me and you. Again, we're bringing it back to you as a viewer, Gripping you. We're pulling on the arches now. So, so Necrons used to be called Necrontier or Necrontire. They were people that didn't want to die, basically, and all the kings and stuff like that didn't want to die, the lords. So they just went, oh, how can we do it? And so, someone came down from heaven, a god, and said, hey, yeah, I've got this machine, right? Go through there, you'll live forever. Be great, be amazing. And as we know in 40k, it's all if a shady celestial figure comes down from the sky, it's always in your interest to trust them implicitly. Yes, nothing could possibly go wrong. Never ask him his name because he's the deceiver, but there we go. It literally looks like a jester as well, but whatever. So they just went through this machine, out they came, mindless robots. Crazy. Then they got they got a bit mad about that, so they fought the the gods who kind of went here. Cool machine, but no thanks. They fought them, split them into a thousand pieces, turned them into Pokemon so they could throw them when they needed them. And then, yeah, then they slept for 60 million years. And it just so happens that they've woken up now. Just so happens now when everyone's having a fight anyway. Uh, Necrons are like, actually, pals. Because you'll find that a lot of the places in the galaxy are a tomb world, which is essentially where all the Necrons are sleeping. So it's like... It's very convenient, isn't it? It's granddad's coming outside. Oh, oh get my lord. <laughs> you living creature. It's, it's the age-old reference, but that is exactly what it is. Old men robots coming out and being like, actually, no, this is my garden. Fuck off. <laughs> Unless you're treason. In which case, it's like, how do you do, fellow organic compounds? <laughs> Yeah. So they're all a bit messed up, but that's like a very brief overview. Angry robots and all this. Yeah, they're just uh, like... Um, they're Tomb Kings in space, aren't they? They're yeah. like Egyptian-themed robots in space. And they get that, and then robots have other robots that look after the robots when the robots are sleeping. And if that made sense, you know a bit more about 40k than they should be calling this podcast. Hey, bro, I heard you like robots on your robots, so I put robots in your robots. Yeah. And that is how we got scarabs. Exactly. exactly. And then lastly, we have the worst faction in 40k now in about 2017 if you would have asked me what the worst faction was i probably would have told you imperial guard <laughs> but now i firmly believe it is the aldari yeah the eldar or the elves space elves pointy ears in space that yeah they're your classic um you know high high born race you know we were here before you and um 
we've mm. had a great big cataclysm and you should learn from us even though we fucked up. Sorry. Anything you can do, yeah. I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> I can do everything better than you. you. Even getting extinct. No, you can't. <laughs> Watch us. Uh... <laughs> Someone dared the elder. If you're so superior, why can't you wipe yourselves out? Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> what? You have, you have planets? I remember when we had those. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm too cool for that. So we've alluded to the fact that the elder are, are going extinct. Yeah. Why? They're the oldest race. Are they? One of the oldest race because they fought the Necrons <laughs> once upon a time. It's Sorry, a bit, the orcs. Uh, yeah, the orcs were created by uh, the orcs were originally called like the Kronk something yeah. like that, weren't they? The Kronk or yeah. But when this is where I'm asking questions rather than explaining to people, wasn't the war in heaven between the fight between the old ones which created the galaxy? No, it was a fight between the old ones and the Necrons, and the old ones created the Eldar and the orcs as weapons against the Necrons. And the War oh. in Heaven is basically a ripoff of the Hindu mythology. Basically, the Eldar are going, you know, that's their mythology of how they came to be. GG, okay. Alex. Yeah. Bring Alex. Bring Alex again. Mikey, you're not invited back, but Alex is coming but that's back. Like, so that's where they get their gods and stuff from. So, you know, Cain and Ish and everything, they're basically, okay. that's where they get their gods from. Their earliest memories are like memories of that war. Okay, so they're one of the oldest factions then. Yeah, they are Those more one of the oldest factions. Yeah, the old ones that you've talked about. I mean, I guess we could kind of give them an honourable mention because we are doing factions. They kind of like frog people. Yeah, uh, yeah. that don't exist anymore. Yeah. They, they're like the slam from fantasy. Yeah, these all sort of all powerful um, creatures that are very like vaguely described in the text in the background, and that we aren't really given many yeah. clues about. If you think about um, Men in Black, the first one, <laughs> and you've got the dog with the marble, uh, the, the aliens that are playing with the marble, they're the old ones. I'm a nerd and you've lost me. So Have you never seen Men in Black? Uh, Men in Black's one of those films that you see and you don't allow it to take up space in your in your hard drive, in your brain. Why? Because it's, what just, it's just one of those There's films, always right? one of those bits from Men in Black that sticks in my head and it's where she's pouring salt into the water for him and just goes, more. <laughs> I just remember the Balchinian. Yeah, yeah. Balchinian's the... Uh, <clears throat> we are now on Balchinians. We were doing Aldar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like out in 31. <laughs> The Eldari. The, the Eldari just elves. You've, you've hit the nail on the head. There are different yeah. flavors of them. They, we've got normal Eldari, which are basically like the ones that survive. Yeah, you've, got, the, you've got your repentant, oh, sorry for the gun, normal elves. You've got your very evil, sexy ones, elves. And then you've got your new ones, which Games Workshop didn't make to sell more models. Um, yeah. And why have they split up? Because they, they were all one race, weren't they? They were one race, but before, so because they were such a, an accomplished and amazing race, according to themselves, um, they didn't need manual labour or anything anymore, so they were free to pursue other things in life. So a lot of them got quite excessive and a bit hedonistic. And doing a bit a, yeah, yeah, they were a bit cheeky, and apparently they went from just enjoying the candle delights of elf vagina. So also, yeah, so someone invented the uh, the dog Snapchat filter, and it just went off yeah. the hook. And a few of a few of them are like, "This is really bad. This this isn't how things should go." So they got some little little shapes made out of bone, 
Wraithbone, called Graffolds, and they fucked the hell out of there. They were like, they just yeah. fucking ridiculous. I'm off. Yeah, they GTFO'd because yeah. they were really worried about what was coming. Um, and rightly so, because if you've been following the story closely, the what the Eldar were doing is very close to what a certain raspberry-flavoured Pop-Tart has been doing yeah. earlier in the story, which is all about opulence and excess and, and getting a bit out of hand. The Eldar's massive orgy that they were having for like hundreds of years eventually birthed the Chaos God Slanesh. And this was the newest god to have formed, and as it was birthed, it birthed like in the middle of their empire, like where Earth would have been uh, for them. And it, it killed basically like 99% of the, of the race. They were all like immediately taken to hell, and yeah, they've been their the souls just got Slaneshi demons sucked straight yeah. out and numbed that big slurper from and that there other night within well, other night, like an instant their their empire just gone collapsed yeah they've been having a real bad time ever since yeah. and now they're playing a massive game of harry potter where it's all about having horcruxes and trying yeah. not to let slanesh break your horcruxes because if he breaks your horcrux you uh, you it are going to that you don't want to go to <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might be all the factions. That's now, what we have done all the factions. <laughs> now, have we, uh, did we, I don't remember us having much of a talk. Did we properly explain what the Space Marines were? Did we explain how they came to no, be? No, uh, we didn't mention no, like, the Admech as well. Yeah, so the Imperium of Man, the free, I mean, I've been playing Battlefleet Gothic today, so I can tell you very easily <laughs> what the main parts of the. Um, because as you said before, Alex, we mainly see the military of these yeah. factions. And I think that can be really easy split up into... I mean, it's going to be split up into Latin because people who made 40k had a proper hard-on for Latin. So we've got the Adeptus Astartes, which are our space marines. Space these are the big eight-foot eight super soldiers that the Emperor spent ages in the lab working on. He made 20 super soldiers, which were the Primarchs. And then from each of those, uh, like Dilute and Vimto down, he made loads of legions of space marines, and there are what we all know as the Starcraft-looking uh, power armor boys. Yeah, space marines. And then I'm um, not we finished have... with you, space marine. <laughs> <laughs> but I am finished with you, orc. Then we have um, one of my favorite factions, which is the Adeptus Mechanicus, the Cog Boys. Yes. And then we have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any should I talk about the Adeptus, the Adeptus Mechanicus I don't know so, anything about them mate <laughs> so we've got, uh, inside there we've got lots of different things the Adeptus Mechanicus worship the god emperor but they worship in a slightly different way kind of like Catholicism and Pro uh, Protestants they believe that the that they've been waiting for the Omnissiah which is basically the Messiah for them. So they're waiting for the Jesus Christ of the human religion, and they think that might be the emperor. They're not sure. Yeah. Jury's a little bit out. And, um, and the, the Imperium as a whole agrees not to argue about this. Yeah, because <laughs> Just, fragile alliance, yeah. The, the humans that aren't the tech priests that live on Mars uh, kind of need Mars because Mars is a forge world. The Adeptus Mechanicus do most of their engineering in the same way that people don't call her out today for for human <laughs> human crimes because it's because they do all of our manufacturing. You can bleep the word out and bleep it out again there. Um, so people <laughs> in the same way that we don't call them out. We don't call the Mechanicum out because they keep uh, really good military. They fix all the ships. Got 
They fix all of the tanks. They make the tanks. They have really cool weapons of their own, such as the Titan Legions, oh, which are, are cool. uh, like tanks that are the size of skyscrapers, which aren't tanks. They are Gundam. They are the real Gundam in this. The Tau think they've got Gundam down, but they've never seen an Emperor battle type. That's, that's one thing that they mentioned the Tau I love when they first bump into the Imperium and they, they give the Imperium a bit of a slap around them, like high-fiving themselves. Like, oh, look how cool they are. Then the Imperium actually turns up. And it's like, yeah. oh, maybe we bit off more than we There's like. There's a Titan, and, and they go, oh, like, oh wow. This, this is this may be a problem. <laughs> when they <laughs> warrior monks that turn up, that's there may be a problem. So the Deadus Mechanicus has the tech priests, and they have loads of Skatari, basically just robots. Good robots, not Good bad robots. robots. None of the yeah. robots in the Mechanicus are actually proper robots, because they have to have a human part to them. Because yeah, AI is just like Necrons, but they're bad robots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all bad robots. It just depends on what flavor of bad robot yeah. you want. I mean, if, if you're like an Eldar child and there's some mechanic and true massacre in your family, I mean, they're the bad guys, aren't they? There's a lot of good comparisons can be drawn between the Necrons and the Adeptus Mechanicus, yeah. I think. It's and interesting that. to see them working together in Cadia, for instance. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I think it's worth mentioning again the humans. Now we've had the Imperial Army, and they do a grand job. The the whatever they are, Ashmilitarum. <laughs> but the Imperial Navy is probably the backbone of the Imperium. They they well, it is. It does what it says on the tin. It's the huge cathedrals in space, spaceships that keep sort of. Uh, all the links between yeah. all these worlds. Because if they weren't going around, they wouldn't be an empire. It'd just be a collection of human colonized worlds that were separated. So from Terra, they have this massive spanning galaxy, and that's kept together by these spaceships that are like seven kilometers long and have the po- populations bigger than co- like cities that we have. Yeah, to- and generations are born and die on them. Yeah, and yeah. they don't even, some of them won't even see outside into the void. They'll yeah. only ever live and die inside. The spaceships because that is 40k pretty dystopian stuff yeah imperial navy and then i mean there's lots and there's lots, lots of and little of, yeah there's like the assassins yeah, and, you know the custodians who we yeah. we had constantine at the start well well we can literally <laughs> just talk about factions for the next four hours <laughs> yeah exactly but as we as this series goes on we'll have much much longer to talk about all of them i think lastly because we've talked about where it is, we've talked about when it is, we've talked about who our characters are now. I've put that we should briefly talk about the summary of the current plot, but that's really quickly done. The current plot in 40k is everyone's at war with everyone. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got there, their reason there, for it. There are mild moments of some factions stop being completely idiotic and banding together against other factions, but then they quickly go back to killing each other. Yeah, I think the overarching theme that we have at the moment in 40k, I mean... This is reducing it down to an embarrassing level, and there are lots of nice little bits of law that are happening, and it's not to rubbish the plot off at all, but the plot is basically not moving. That is what 40k is built on. It's kind of this big status quo of everyone's at war with everybody, and there's not really any... It's like the stalemate, like 1916 World War One. Yeah. Uh, nothing's really moving, everyone's at a deadlock, and everyone's constantly dying, and it's very clear that we can't really keep this up forever. That there, I mean, we did. We have got now got Primarchs. All the Primarchs were thought to be dead. Some of the Primarchs, well, one of them has uh, come back to the Imperium. So that's a little bit of an upturn for the Imperium of Man. They've been doing pretty bad for a number of years. The chaos, and, um, all the Chaos Primarchs is finally getting the 
no ass into gear. And, um, yeah, and they've all been slacking big time. They've all been on furlough. <laughs> Every time someone has like a Trump of like, uh, oh, look, we've got this guy back, so we're going to win the war. Then every other faction goes, well, actually, we had this all along, so <laughs> we, now we're equal again. Yeah. <laughs> Deus Ex Mechanica, you've got, uh, you've got Robute Gulliman. We now have Gasgul Fracker, and he's the size of a Primark. Ha ha! <laughs> and that's what, very much we'll models. Yeah. How can we make this faction relevant again? And how can we make models out of it? The, the so. story and the lore in, in 40k is beautifully complex and, and very yeah, well fleshed out. So much, it's incredible. But it is important to remember that they are a company that sells models, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, there aren't always reasons for for some of the things that happen. We have had examples of poor writing in the past. There are famous names that I won't dare utter uh, in this mm. podcast, but for the most part, it's very interesting, very nicely fleshed out. Um, yeah. world and it's probably my favorite uh, like fantasy setting oh yeah big time just because of the complexity you can't get bored it's not like i mean even things like the lord of the rings there's a there's a wealth of stuff in lord of the rings and even that sometimes can feel a little bit 2d because at the end of the day it is a story between good and evil and there are very clear cut Mm. Sort of good guys and bad guys and there aren't that many factions involved you know but something like 40k it's it's re- I think the the biggest thing, the biggest summary of 40k is that it's just exaggerated. It's massively yeah. exaggerated. The whole setting is ridiculous. Like, in the first openings of the battle in the Solar War, there's something like a couple million people died in the first few minutes yeah. of just mm. the guns firing. The, the whole scale of it is unimaginable, and I think that's what makes it, what's made it really stand these last 30, 40 years of of being so popular and continuing to be so popular as Mm. we've seen they're currently outselling tesla in terms of shares on the market Um, so i mean what does that say the the two companies that are doing really well you've got the god emperor elon musk and the people that are going to eventually end up writing his story (laughs) 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 now do hope you have enjoyed listening to Lawhams. This has been episode one. I guess it's more of a pilot, really. Um, it's probably felt quite clustered. We're trying to figure out a pattern. This is basically like an experiment, isn't it? Like an audio mm. experiment. Yeah. We want we want to make a story about the law because of how interesting we find it. Maybe not you, Mikey, but me and Alex certainly. <laughs> um, I like the law. I just like the cool bits that have my Mikey just spent the last hour standing with virgins. <laughs> 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 And it can be so uh, complex and inaccessible sometimes that we figured that it might be nice to make a little podcast that people can listen. Um, it's not been as serious as you can tell from the tone. I'm just waffling now. No, yeah, me to take. No one fucking needs to hear this. Guys, thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this, I'm noticed for Elliot. I'm for Elliot. It's terrible to do the intro and the outro. So I'll do. I'll do the important, informative bit. Elliot can do. Elliot can Sorry, do that just really tickled me. <laughs> so, guys, if you enjoyed this episode of what, I'll let me do it properly. Let me try again. Yeah, you're shit at it as well. See. <laughs> So guys, that has been a brief introduction, a very jumbled introduction to what is 40k and why is 40k and how is 40k. But if you enjoyed this episode, then do let us know. Obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, then you can find it on all your normal podcasting services and vice versa. You can, you can if you want to watch it instead, you can watch it on YouTube. Well, episode two will be going into how did we get here? So a little bit more 
into like why everything's happening a bit more, a bit more like bit of a timeline. Put, yeah. put things because it's been very all over the place today as we kind of muddle our way through it. But it'd be really yeah. nice to kind of put like a concrete timeline on the world for us to build on as we go into future episodes. Yeah, and speaking of future episodes, if you want to vote on what episode three is, we have a premium community group on Facebook. There'll be links in the description for our premium supporters or our Patreons and for our small board gang members via YouTube channel membership. They'll be voting on episode three. So if you want to get involved in that, you can support the channel. So we'll get credit K and get other links in the description as well. Uh, support us and you can vote on the next topic. We'll be opening the votes for episode three pretty soon. So uh, get on that if you want to. Otherwise, thanks, Elliot. No, yeah, no, that's all right. I don't mind coming doing it. I did manage to squeeze you in today Thanks, around mate. Appreciate all it. the orgies that would go. Because you know, because uh, being a lawmaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, yeah, no, it's a pleasure. I love talking about the law, um, and getting the chance to do this and basically break the law down is going to be really interesting. I'm looking forward to this project. Yeah, thanks, Alex. You're welcome. Echoing what uh, Elliot said, it's nice to talk about the law. So, yeah, thanks for having me on. Amazing. Thanks very much. Listen, everyone. Hopefully, we'll see you in episode two. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye. Have a good time. <laughs>